Yes, very good morning, you Daily Mob. Welcome back to your daily program, National Talk Black. It is I, Trevor Tim, 20, Trevor Murray from the Curry. I come to you live from First Nation Radio Station here in Cairns and Yudinji country. That's BBM Bumbabit Media, 98.7 FM. And we go across the nation thanks to NERS National News Radio Service. You can have your saber calls on that daily number, 1-800-422-416. I'm going to catch up and have a yarn with Deadly sister, Kate Gain, and just talk about her, her journey uh, with the vision to become a fashion designer and how uh, crossroads, we come to crossroads in our lives and, and things do change. And, and then we look up and then we go around the corner and there's a different pathway. And we're just going to talk about Kate's journey and what she's doing now. On the line, Kate, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Trevor. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sister, for coming to the program. And before we no start, let, let the mob know who you mob. Were you from, Kate? Yes. Uh, so I was born and grew up in Cairns. Yes. Um, but I'm a proud Torres Strait Islander woman, and I have family that descended from um, the Wagadagum tribe in Yam Island. All right. Fantastic. And where are you now, and what are you doing now? And tell us how uh, visions do change. Yes. Um, I'm currently based in Brisbane, so I um, moved from home in Cairns to study in Brisbane, um, and all through high school, all through, um, yeah, all through growing up, I wanted to do fashion designing, that was mm. what I wanted to do, and it wasn't until my very last week of high school that I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and you're allowed and to do that, yes. <laughs> yes, yep, um, yeah, and it happens, and I think it happens to quite a few people, and um, yeah, so I... Yeah, it took a very steep turn uh, towards the allied health sector. So now mm. um, I'm studying speech pathology. Speech pathology. Now, how, I'm breaking my tongue here. Yeah. Rolling my <laughs> teeth for somebody else. But yeah, speech pathology. Uh, how yeah. long is it? Have you completed it or are you in the middle of it or were you out with it? Yes, yeah, so I'm actually in my um, very final year, my fourth year of speech fourth pathology. Year. Okay. Yes. Fantastic. And uh, so tell us why um, speech pathology away from uh, fashion design? Yes. Um, yeah, so going through high school, my um, younger brother at the time uh, had a speech pathologist within the school that helped him um, with some social communication. So while um, we were both at school, I got to kind of see what she did as part of her job mm. and kind of took a little bit of an interest to it and um, did some research and it turned out to be something that I really wanted to do. So um, that's why I changed my mind and headed down the speech pathology path. Um, and I think while watching her, um, mm. I kind of got a very small glimpse of what, what speech pathologists do. Yes. Uh, and it wasn't until I got into uni that I realized that there's so many different areas that um, you can go mm. with the, a degree of speech pathology. Um, so at the time, I kind of just thought it was working um, yeah, around that communication area. And I get a lot of questions if I, if mm. I work um, with stutters, and I guess that's kind of the... Um, ideal that people think of speech pathology as but like I said as soon as I got into university I realised that that's not the case there's there's so many different areas that yes. you can go into Well give us a, a, a description of a speech pathologist please sister Yes um, so I like to think of it as there's like seven different what we call range of practice areas um, mm -hmm. so the first one being speech which I guess a lot of people would know of thinking speech pathology so that's working with um, being able to say the sounds correctly and putting sounds together to um, while you're talking. Mm -hmm. um, the next area would be language. So that would be putting um, words together into sentences and it focuses a lot on grammatical structuring. So um, for kids that might be, they might be in primary school having a little bit of trouble with um, their grammar and while they're talking. Um, so speech pathologists can give them a little boost 
with that. Sure. And for that more adult population, um, for an example, it could be if an adult has um, a brain injury, they might have trouble being able to get the words from their brain to their mouth and say them properly. Okay, yes. um, so that would be that, that language area. Mm. Um, the next one would be um, hearing. So we kind of know that ear health is very important, um, especially um, you find that First Nations um, population can have some troubles with their hearing as well. So this one comes up a lot. Yes. Um, and hearing and speech are very interrelated. So we often find that um, people who have troubles hearing also have trouble with their talking as well. So that would be another area. Mm. Um, the fourth area then being fluency. So that's kind of what we think of when we say stuttering. So if it, um, it doesn't just have to be kids. Adults can have stutters too. So that would be the yes. next one. Um, and the next one for after fluency would be voice. So that would be working with people who have voice changes. That might be professional singers that might need okay. voice therapy or um, people with head and neck cancers. They might also need surgery around their vocal folds. So that would all come under voice. Um, then there's uh, what we call multimodal communication. And this one is quite interesting because mm. um, it's, is helping people who might have trouble talking or who can't talk at all. So that can use devices or picture books to help get their message across. And um, with this one, you kind of associate it a little bit with uh, sign language. So some people need sign language to help them talk, and that would kind of come under this area. Mm. Um, and the very last one, but also very important, is swallowing. So um, this is the one that I myself didn't know um, come under speech pathology, but we kind of know that the muscles that we use for talking, we also use for swallowing and feeding. Mm. Um, so people who might have trouble with swallowing, say, after a stroke or something, um, speech pathologists can help find the safest way for them to swallow. So that's kind of a very big... Um, yeah, description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of what speech pathologists do, and yeah, it's a lot more than just helping you talk. Look, a very important uh, profession, and thank you very much, Sister Kate, in, in regarding... Uh, you becoming a speech um, uh, pathologist, you would be one of the first First Nation speech pathologists in this country, would you not? Oh, I'm I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, but, I, w- um, I would think I so. A, yeah, I know it's a very um, kind of, a, I guess, in a way, a, a small degree. There's not very many people mm. in my cohort that I know of um, that are from First Nations background. So, um, yeah, and you, and you I, didn't I take up that sure study that. to to um, um, receive that platform or that banner, so to speak, as a first uh, First Nation uh, speech pathologist. But the fact yes. that you may be, then that's a good thing too. That's powerful, and to yeah. all and mob out there, we can be and do whatever we want to do. Yeah, there's, yep, there's definitely a, yep, the possibility, yeah. And tell us about your family, your background in regarding you becoming uh, a speech pathologist. Uh, your family, uh, anyone study university degree or what uh, profession? Or were you the first to go to uni from your family? Um, I was the first within my immediate family. Um, yes. But after I went to university, um, my little brother soon followed, so he's just started university as well. What's he studying? Um, he's studying information technology, so around that IT kind of. Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah. So to communicate like. with your brother, you got to flick him an email, sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, yes, this is a beautiful story. Thank you very much for sharing. Congratulations. Uh, from Thank you. Um, yeah, from fashion designer to speech um, uh, pathologist. Yeah. <laughs> Too deadly. Thank you. And uh, it, when you look at it, communication is the key. And we need yeah. to communicate. And so when we talk about speech pathologists and the importance of a speech pathologist, it's so very, very important. And uh, congratulations. And uh, representing. Uh, your people, but representing Kate Gain, and that's what you're doing, sis. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you for sharing all the best. You keep smiling and um, uh, we'll talk soon, sister. No worries. Thank you so much. Take care, Kate. Bye-bye. Bye. A deadly yarn there. Kate Gain, her name is. Uh, a proud Torres Strait Island woman and uh, in her last final year as a speech pathologist and uh, was looking at fashion designer but had uh, changed looking around and um, there it is. And uh, to everybody out there, uh, you got to un- leave high school, go to university to study, you feel. I mean, a year into it, if it's not your cup of tea, change, you're not a tree. But um, that's what it's all about. We come to crossroads in our lives. Uh, do I go and live in Sydney? Do I stay in Darwin? Or whatever case may be, you know. Do I pick up a guitar, play a musical instrument? Or do I go to university, study something? It's all about decision, choices. Enjoy your choices and uh, create your world. That's what it's all about. Have your say in Yarn Up Strong. Add to the conversation here. National Talk Black. Deadly number here, one 800 422 Trev, Murray from McCurry. Too deadly.